Hello, my podcast family. Happy Saturday. How are you doing today? Hopefully, you know, as I always say on the weekends, hopefully you're able to get a little rest and do something kind of fun. Um, do something that's just for you to take a little break. That is what my prayer is for you over the weekends that you can get a little respite every now and then. But welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry as we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. And today we are on verses 161 through 168 of Psalm 119. We have one more section to go. That means we we're almost there. Like we actually went through 176 verses. Can you believe it? But granted, I'm a little premature because we still have one more section to go. But I'm just excited that we did this and we did it together. So let's go ahead and look at these scriptures and see what this set says to us today. Reading from the Common English Bible. Rulers oppress me without cause, but my heart honors what you've said. I'm overjoyed at your word like someone who finds great treasure. I hate, I absolutely despise what is false, but I'm in love with your instruction. I praise you seven times a day for your righteous rules. The people who love your instruction enjoy peace and lots of it. There's no stumbling for them. Lord, I wait for your saving help. I do what, you're, I, I do what you've commanded. I keep your laws. I love them so much. I keep your precepts and your laws because all my ways are seen by you. Hmm. Our psalmist turns from his lament, right, that we noticed in the last, the previous two um, sections and offers words of praise in a sense. His praise comes from how much he loves God's word, God's instruction, which is what God gave the children of Israel, right? The Torah or the book of the law, which acknowledges the covenant between God and mankind and provides instruction on how to live and engage in a relationship with him through the commandments. This is what the psalmist loves because it draws him closer to God. Notice that nothing has changed though. He begins by stating that he continues to be oppressed. Yet, there has been a change, and the change perhaps is that he remembers the word of God, which is the foundation for which he exists. Did you not find it interesting that in verse 165, that it seems to be a contradiction into what he previously said? 165 says, the people who love your instruction enjoy peace and lots of it. There is no stumbling for them. You know, the struggles he was lamenting about suggested that he was not at peace, right? Seemed like he was having a hard time. He was crying out to God. He was in anguish. Yet this verse states that there is peace for those who follow God's instruction or who follow God. Is it a contradiction? No, it is not, because our peace is never to rely on our circumstances. They're mutually exclusive. (laughs) What it's supposed to rely on is the word of God. Our faith is established by whom we believe God to be. Paul says in 
Philippians 4 verses 6 and 7 that we should not be nervous or worried, right? But that we pray with the assurance that God has heard us and will answer us. Knowing that God has heard and will answer is what provides the peace that transcends all understanding. And on the heels of verse 165, our psalmist states that he will wait on God. He can say this because he has prayed and he knows God has heard him and in God's timing, he will answer. That is how he can make the statement that people who love God's instruction enjoy peace. Our psalmist experiences the peace that transcends all understanding because he continues to love God's law and follows the law because he knows that within the law and the obedience of the law, he will find God and commune with him, that he will be safe, his strong tower, his refuge. Once again, that provides peace and comfort. Today, my dear caregiver, may be a difficult day for you as you continue to care for your loved one. The numerous doctor's appointments, specialists coming in and out, or maybe you can't even find someone to see your loved one. (laughs) And you've cried out to God, which God wants you to do because he's there. But I ask that you look at this section today to help reinforce what is in Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7, that you can pray, but don't be nervous, don't be anxious, because God has heard you and will answer you. That should bring you peace. And then ask the Holy Spirit to help you to continue to walk in faith through this season of caregiving. I know it's difficult, but I also know that if you put your hand in God's hand and you continue to trust in him and you continue to walk in faith, being assured by what the word of God says about him and you in him, you will make it and you will grow closer to God and you will be able to experience that peace that transcends all understanding. Let's pray. We come thanking you, Father, for your love and your goodness and for your peace. Peace is something that we desperately need in these times, in this season of caregiving, or even if we're not caregiving, just the way the world seems to be going. We need peace. But as this section of this psalm has told us today, our peace isn't to rely on what is going on around us. Our peace is found in you, our solid rock, our firm foundation. And so we come asking you to align our focus with you so that we can experience the peace that transcends all understanding in this season of caregiving in this season where things look to be so bleak in this season that reminds us that time is fleeting we need your peace as we walk day by day sometimes crawling at the weight of caring for our loved one but we know that you are with us 
And so, in accordance with your holy scripture, we will not be anxious for anything, for we have prayed with the mustard seed of faith that we have, and we are assured that you will answer, and we are confident, and we say thank you. And so let your peace reign in our hearts this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.